or a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. And understand these passages, this passage here is not saying a saved person is not capable of doing these things. However, there sh- these are all things that are very common amongst the lost, and they should not be among God's people. God looks at us, and God expects to see a difference from people that He saved, people that He has sanctified. He expects that. And as a church, we should expect the people that are in our congregation to not participate in these things because we are to be different. You say, well, I don't see what's wrong with these things. The whole world is doing these things. Well, God says they're wrong. These things are wicked and we should not do them. And it says, uh, let no man deceive you with vain words for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. God's going to punish the world for this. Be not therefore partakers with them. There are some things that we are not to partake in. Things that God wants us to be separate from. Now, this is not an exhaustive list of everything that there is, but we can definitely get some good categories and get some good ideas. Anything associated with any of these things, we don't want to have any part in it. It says, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving... What is acceptable unto the Lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Not only are we supposed to not participate in these things, we're supposed to be reproving those things. We're supposed to be ruining everybody's fun. It's pretty much what we're doing. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done to them in secret. But all things that are approved are made manifest by the light for whatsoever doth make manifest is life. Now, what I want to preach about tonight is, and hear this title correctly, it is why I choose to not celebrate Halloween. Why I choose to not celebrate Halloween. Now, of course, today's Halloween. I wanted to talk about this. I haven't preached a Halloween message in a long time. But Halloween, it is. It's always a controversial subject in a lot of churches because there's always very strong feelings and strong emotions when it comes to this subject. You know, you've got some people who, you know, hate it. They think every bit of it is of the devil and they refuse to even eat Halloween candy, you know, or they're offended by pumpkins, you know, during the fall. It's just like, you know, and, you know, I mean, folks, if you hate it, I'm not down on you. I think we probably shouldn't like it very much. But, you know, people, people go so crazy, too. It's like they don't want to leave their house, you know, on October 31st. And I mean, obviously, I think you, I do think we need a heightened awareness this time of year. Crazy stuff happens this time of year. But, um, you know, if somebody hates it a little more than me, I'm not going to act like they're, you know, some crazy freak show. You know, I'm not going to be like Tony Hudson. First time I ever heard Tony Hudson preach, I, I heard him preach. It was at, it was at Northwest. Two years in a row, I heard him preach there. He preached the same sermon both years. And both years while he was preaching, he said, in our church, we have a Halloween party every year. Hey! It's not that you say, it's the devil's day. It's not the devil's day. The Bible says, this is a day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. The devil doesn't have a day. And we have a Halloween party. I'm sorry, that sounds like an excuse for being carnal. And he was like, too, I know I just offended all you homeschoolers. Two years in a row did the same thing. We have a Halloween party. 
This is the day which the Lord hath made. I offended all the homeschoolers. He did that both years in a row. And you know, I, I'm sorry. I just, uh, I might say some more about that later. But, uh, you know, some, some people, they think Halloween, it's, it's innocent fun. Hey, it's just about dressing up and eating candy. I mean, you know, what kid doesn't like to dress up? Like something, you know, my parents, uh, they took us trick or treating a couple times before my dad, you know, got right, you know, and, uh, you know, the first year I went as the Incredible Hulk. All right. You know, I, uh, I used to watch, I remember as a kid watching Bill Bixby, the version of the Incredible Hulk uh, on, on TV. And uh, I thought it was pretty cool. The next year we got a little closer to the truth. We got a little more spiritual and I went as Moses. So. Uh, and I, I remember too, we're, we're going out trick or treating and all the kids saw me and I've got like a long white beard. I got a staff, a robe and everything. And everybody's like, are you Jesus? And everybody thought I was as Jesus. Like Jesus doesn't have a white beard. You know, I don't know. It, so we were a little more spiritual than that it was the last time we ever did it. We never did it again. And, uh, you know, and when we did it, you know, it was fun. I'll, I'll admit it. It was fun. We weren't out there doing sacrificing cats. You know, we weren't doing anything. You know, really, you know, creepy or demonic. We didn't have a seance afterwards. Uh, we went, dressed up, got some candy, loved it, and that was it. But you know what? You know, my, after that, my dad was like, you know, I don't think we should really be participating in this. And I think he was right, and I'm glad he did that. But, you know, some churches, they've taken very strong stands against anything associated with it, while others have come up with their own sanitized or Christianized version of it i mean a lot of churches right now tonight are probably having a costume party you know they they call it trunk or treat you know or harvest party you know and am i saying a church can't have a harvest party i mean good good night we are allowed to celebrate and you know when the some of the main feasts were in the bible it was in the in the fall during the harvest i mean that's when you reap the rewards of all your work that you've done so but at the same time too do we not often borrow things you know what we'll call the harvest party but it turns into a costume party you know it, it it starts to look just like what everybody in the world's doing too and so you can go overboard you know there's two you know there's two ditches you can go when it comes to this thing but when it comes to things like halloween you're not going to find any two people who look at it exactly the same way and so i'm not going to preach a message tonight and tell you exactly what you should think about halloween i'm not i'm not going to do that because uh, you know, what this day is, what I want to talk about is what this day is to me and why I choose not to celebrate it. And notice what it says in Romans chapter 14 and verse 5. It says, one man esteemeth one day above another. Another esteemeth every day alike. Like Tony Hudson, this is a day which the Lord hath made. Up. You know, we will rejoice and be glad in it. So he, you know, he just esteems all the days the same. Well, you know, so I don't know why he has to have his Halloween party on October 31st. You know, he should be able to have it, you know. July 4th, but you know, I don't know, but anyway, anyway, uh, you know, let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord. And he that regardeth not the day, uh, to the Lord doth not regard it. He that eateth, eateth the Lord for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not and giveth God thanks. You know, to some people, October 31st, I mean, they feel like this is, this is the time of the year. This is the devil's day. This is when the, uh, the wall between the physical world and the spiritual world is as its thinnest 
and it's the easiest to pierce that veil and to get through and make contact with the devils and the demons. And let me tell you, the devil just loves this day and, you know, tell you some creepy stories and hocus pocus and stuff. I read it from a Bill Schnoblin book or chick publications and get us all freaked out. Y'all would love hearing some of that stuff. I can get up and I can talk about the origins of Halloween and talk about all the satanic things that they used to do and how, you know, they would come to your house and they'd say trick or treat. And if you didn't like give them one of your kids to sacrifice or something like that, I don't, you know, you've heard all the stories. I don't even remember those stories. I haven't read the chick tracks in a while, but people get real freaked out by that stuff. And so then what you end up happening, because there's, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of history associated with Halloween. You know, where did it start? You know, did it start with the Druids? Was it something even before that? This goes back to, this goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. You know, they believe that uh, creation was in October. And, you know, chances are, uh, according to Usher, it was October something when God created the world. And so, and most people believe that Adam and Eve fell into sin very early from being put in the garden. It's very possible it was October 31st, you know, which would make sense. But the devil's day, the day he plunged man into sin, the day death came into the world. I mean, wouldn't we celebrate that day? And that's why we bob for apples on Halloween, because they eat that apple. I mean, well, I don't know, folks. They eat satanic stuff here. And, you know, and if you add up the numbers, I'm sure it adds up to something bad. And uh, if you do 10 minus 3 minus 1 equals 6. And that's the devil's number, right? We could do all that stuff. I'm not, not going to do that. But, you know, here's the thing, though. When we start going crazy, like condemning everything and like accusing everybody of being pagans for celebrating it, the problem is those people are going to look at us like we're nuts because they don't regard the day maybe the same as we do. You know, it's, and, you know they're going to look at us the same way we look at people who accuse us of being pagans when we celebrate Christmas. And I mean, I had a lady the other day, you know, rebuking me online for, uh, cause she got real triggered that I, I preached that sermon showing that the quote miracle of Hanukkah, you know, where they had the oil in the lamp that lasted for days, how that never happened. I, I, sh- I showed that she got all offended by that. She's like, well, you celebrate Christmas, you know, and you don't know it was on December 25th. I was like, I don't know it was on December 25th, but I think it's okay to celebrate the birth of Christ. Because I said the birth of Christ happened. Hanukkah never happened. The birth of Christ happened. Oh, you're, you're pagan because you do it on that day. Well, I said, you tell me what day to do it on. You know, you, you tell me what day to do it on. You know, we, we know those people. They, you know, they act like we're, we're all pagan if we do it. You know, every, everything's pagan to them. Everything. And, you know, like I said, if a, if a Christmas tree is pagan to you, then you shouldn't get one. Okay? But... Let me, it's in no way, shape, or form pagan to me. I've never been tempted to worship it. I've never, it's never done that to me, okay? And said some people regard Christmas or December 25th differently. And I'm not going to judge people that, you know, if people are like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to celebrate, you know, Christmas that way. I don't want to put up a Christmas tree. I'm not mad at them for it, okay? As long as they don't try to stop us from singing Christmas songs in December, because I love Christmas songs. I, I, I really do love those things. You know, and my, my conscience is clear when it comes to my observance of Christmas. But when it comes to Halloween, I could not say the same thing. I could not say the same thing. There's absolutely no way at all. And so this, so just a reminder, what I want to talk about tonight, this is what this day is to me. This is how I regard this day. 
Some in here might regard it a little bit differently than me. But this is how I regard this day. And so I'm not necessarily speaking on behalf of the world right now. Because remember, too, most of these kids out there trick-or-treating, all right? They don't know all the stories that we've read from Chick Publications about the origins of Halloween. They, they don't know that stuff. They think it's cool to dress up and to get candy. And let's just face it, that's awesome. All right? <laughs> you know, but at the same time, um, I don't think this is something that we should participate in. So here's the reasons I will not celebrate Halloween. And first reason is the fruit of this day is clearly rotten. And look what it says in verse 9 of Ephesians 5. It says, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. So folks, when you think about Halloween, do you think of darkness or light? Okay. Now, is that just what you think? Or is that what the world thinks? Is that what Hollywood thinks? I mean, folks, when you see the decorations that people have, do you think darkness or light? Do you think life or death? Now, you know, maybe I'm just stretching a little bit. But when I go by somebody's house and I see beautiful, colorful Christmas lights and manger scenes and things like that, I have good, happy thoughts. When I see a cemetery with bodies crawling out of the ground, I think different things. I think of death. Now, and if you want to criticize me for, you know, if you want to compare those things, I just, I don't see where they really go together. But, I mean, folks, look at it. It is clearly a celebration of darkness and evil. And it says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. It is, there's no doubt, folks, this is a celebration of witchcraft. We don't, we're not seeing angels. On Christmas, you see things with angels, right? What do we see? Witches, vampires, cross-dressing. I mean, folks, this is a time of year where it's socially acceptable to cross-dress. And nobody thinks anything of it. They think it's funny. And it's been like that for years. It's, it's been that way. There is no doubt the fruit of this day is rotten. The things that people are celebrating, the things people are practicing. If you want to go to a Halloween party, you're not going to see angels. You're not going to see crosses. You're going to see satanic symbols many times. You're going to see devils, demons. Monster, that, that's what is promoted when you see, uh, you know, when you're, if you're looking for, uh, you know, a Halloween genre of movies, what are you going to see? Slasher movies, horror films, monsters, death. That's what this day is all about. This, it is also a day that promotes and glorifies violence. Okay? And again, slasher movies. Okay. You know, who wants to just go watch a movie where they're hacking people up? But yet, that's a big thing. If they're going to release, you know, the next Texas Chainsaw Massacre or whatever, it's always released around Halloween. Because that's what people want to watch this time of year. That's when they have an appetite for these things. When you go look at a lot of the decorations, what do you see? Violence. Body parts. Go to the Halloween. You have that Halloween store in the mall. You can go in there. Just blood. Gory stuff. Go on Route 92. I think it's right past Walnut. Have you seen that house? Is it before Walnut or after Walnut? After Walnut. And look in these people's yard. They got a huge yard just full of these mannequins uh, that are monsters. They're torturing people out there. 
I mean, there's some gruesome stuff out there. I remember the first time we drove by there was just like, what in the world? You know, you go out there around Christmas, nothing. <laughs> nothing. So, folks, you know, I get it. You know, if I start talking about druids and the weird trick-or-treat origins and all that kind of stuff, a lot of people are going to look at me like, I've never even heard of that. Where'd that even come from? But, folks, I'm talking about today's celebration of Halloween. The way it is today in this culture, it is about, it's a celebration of darkness and evil. It promotes and glorifies violence. And Psalms 1, uh, 11.15 says, The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. And yet, violence is promoted this type of year, this time of year. Uh, it's also a day that promotes the demonic and death. 1 Corinthians 10.18 says, Behold, Israel after the flesh are not they which eat of the sacrifice partakers of the altar. What say I then? That the idol is anything, or that which is offered in sacrifice an idol is anything? But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils. Now, did the Gentiles realize they were sacrificing these things to devils? No, but that's what they were sacrificing to. To devils. It says, and not to God, and I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. So when he's saying these things are doing, they don't realize it's demonic, but he's like, you understand that even though they're ignorant of it. And I don't want you having fellowship with devils. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. And folks, try to convince me that Halloween is not about the devil. Try to convince me of that. There's devil stuff everywhere. Businesses, they will put devils and demons on their deck for decorations and signs. They'll, that's what they'll put in their yard. I mean, you ought to, you know, we ought to try doing that sometime just around Halloween. Decorate our yard up with just angels and light and, you know. And we're not going to do that, but people are going to be confused. Like, what are you doing? But you know what? You put devils and things out there, nobody thinks a thing. That's completely normal this time of year. But I don't know. I don't think our God, I don't think our God wants us having fellowship with that. And you say, oh, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff is fake. It's not real. I think a lot more of it's real than you think. I mean, it's this time of year, too. You know, there's going to be more people tonight doing Ouija boards than any other night. You know why? It's Halloween. This is a time when they celebrate the things of the devil and these things are demonic, and we should not participate in it. It is a day where perversion is more acceptable. It, Deuteronomy 22.5 where it says, The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all that do so are an abomination, Lord thy God. I don't think God gives us a pass on October 31st. But yet, isn't that very common? Halloween parties, you have, you'll sometimes have couples with a guy dressed like a girl and a girl dressed like a guy. And it's been like that for years. Even that new Twix commercial. Did anybody see the new Twix commercial? I love Twix. Not anymore. Peanut butter Twix, man. Good stuff, but... I'm sorry. They, so what do they do? In that commercial, they've got a kid running around in a princess dress. Now, notice when the bully comes, it's like, what are you doing wearing that dress? It's not Halloween yet. Because it's okay on Halloween to cross-dress to, to the world. But folks, it's not okay on Halloween. It's not funny. It, it, it's not funny. You shouldn't do that kind of thing. But yet... This is, and this is why homos, this is their favorite holiday of the year. They've always loved Halloween. You know why? It's the day they can be themselves and nobody looks at them funny. And that's why they dress like the freaks that they do. 
And I mean, again, you see just, uh, you know, a, a part of too the culture of Halloween, you know, is for women to dress in provocative ways too. And it's also completely socially acceptable for a woman to just dress in a way that she normally wouldn't. But, you know, it's for Halloween. It's at a Halloween party. So, again, this is a time of year when perversion is completely acceptable. Why would I participate in that? Why would I want to have anything to do with that? These are all things that we as Christians have clearly been forbidden. And yet, this is the day, these are the type of things where all of this is promoted and glorified. And then we're just going to be like, well, it's no big deal. It's innocent. Folks, it's not innocent. The, the, these things are not innocent, you know, and I get it. it. It might be for that little kid, you know, that little girl that's dressing up like, you know, as long as it's a little girl dressing up like a princess and not the little boy dressing up like the princess. Yes, for some people, and that's why I'm saying this, is why I choose not to do it. For some people, there is some innocence that's there. But at the end of the day, there is no doubt as a whole, what's being promoted, what is actually happening is clearly of the devil and we don't need a fellowship with it. We don't need to have anything to do with it. So the first, the first reason I will not celebrate Halloween is the fruit of this day is rotten. It is rotten to the core. And you, you, can't, you can't tell me, you can't make up anything wholesome about this day. There, there is nothing wholesome promoted on Halloween. This is not a time where they also promote some kind of you know, giving and generosity and you know, down with racism or something like that. They don't even do any of that. No, nothing like that. It is, it is all evil is promoted on this day. So the second reason I choose not to celebrate Halloween is because this is clearly, this is clearly an area where we do need to separate ourselves from our culture. Now understand, when it comes to our culture, there's a lot of things that we are like our culture. You know, a lot of how we talk, our accent, a lot of our slang, our terminology, it's clearly influenced by this culture. The way we dress in many ways is, it is influenced by our culture. Do you know you can tell, I, look, I can tell by looking at all of you that you are from America, you know, in the 2000s. You know, you can, you can look at people and tell what decade they're from in pictures just by how they dress, do their hair, all that. And not everything about culture is bad. And so the so the thing is, obviously, a lot of our American culture, it shows in our life. But there are going to be some things about our culture that are clearly bad. And even though we are Americans in here, even though we are from Illinois and uh, we have a lot of those things, there's some things we got to say, you know what, I can't have anything to do with that. And we see in Ephesians chapter five and verse seven, it says, be not ye therefore partakers with them for ye were sometimes darkness. But now are ye light in the Lord, walk as children of the light. So we need to set ourselves apart, or we shouldn't set ourselves apart for the sole purpose of just being different. We all shouldn't just come up with our own clothing that only Baptists wear. I don't believe God has called us to do that, we, where we come up with a Baptist uniform. But we should set ourselves apart from things that clearly are sinful. So again... Our, our dress, how we dress, especially for ladies, does set ourselves apart quite a bit from our world because our culture has become so stinking masculine for women and effeminate for the guys. 
So it's becoming that way because those things clearly are sin. Cross-dressing is a sin. Women being masculine, men being effeminate, those things are clearly sinful. And so uh, just by ladies you dressing like a lady, you're starting to stand out because so few women in our culture are still dressing like ladies. But there are still some that aren't even saved that still look like women. There's still some men out there that are as lost as can be, but they still dress like men. They act like men. And if we you know, look like some of them, it's okay because it's not sinful for a man to dress like a man and, you know, to wear, you know, a pair of blue jeans and a flannel shirt or whatever, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with that. And so we can do that too, even if those are things that are kind of a part of our culture. But folks, this celebration of Halloween, how it is done in America clearly is a part of our culture. And this is something that is wrong with our culture. This is something we should stay out of. There are some things that are not necessarily Christian that's in our culture, but are not bad that we celebrate with because they're not against Christ. For example, you know, July 4th. I don't think it's wrong for Christians to celebrate the 4th of July. I don't think it's wrong for us to celebrate, you know, Memorial Day, Labor Day, uh, you know, whatever, some of the other holidays that we have that are, you know, even Thanksgiving. I mean, I think Thanksgiving, you know, Thanksgiving is kind of Christian if you, if we're thanking God for everything. But the thing is, you know, where do we see eating turkeys associated with, you know, anything in the Bible and thanking God? Oh, we're Christians. So we're going to eat fried chicken. As Baptists on Thanksgiving, we're going to eat fried chicken. That's worldly to eat turkeys. Well, you know, it might be worldly, but it's not sinful. Yeah, that's what they do in our American culture, but it's not sinful. So if we want to participate in that, you know, I, I think we can do that. We're not committing any sin. That's a part of our culture that's not bad. But here's the thing, though. Even in those holidays, 4th of July, whatever, there are things that should be different about our observance of them. So, for example, you know, 4th of July, it's just one thing. It's kind of a newer thing in our culture is, you know, people playing the beanbag toss game. Uh, just what do you call it? Bags? Bags? So that now we were, we did that, uh, you know, this 4th of July. Nothing wrong with that. But you know what? There is a slight difference in how we do it and how they do it. Typically, they got a can of beer in their hand. You know, clearly, you know, you know, that, you know so there, there, there's there's still some differences there, aren't there? Even though there's similarities. That's part of our culture. I'll bet if you went to China, they're not doing that. And they're, well, they're not even celebrating Fourth of July. Okay. But if they did, I, I don't know. I, you know. They probably got their own things that, that they're doing. And. And if we lived in those countries, we would probably do some of those things too. They're not sinful. It's okay. So the thing is, some Christians, they get so separate, they just, they don't do anything, you know, and we don't need to be that way. There are some things in our culture that are not bad, but there are some things that clearly are. And Halloween's definitely one of those things. I can't find anything good in it. Nothing, nothing good. There's there's nothing wrong with grilling. There's nothing wrong with having picnics and you know, playing volleyball and bags and things. There's nothing wrong with it. Those are good things. That's good, clean, fun. That's something that is a part of our culture and we're not in sin when we do those things. But there's nothing good in Halloween. So these things are, this is something where it's clearly different. And you know, you do, you got to draw a line somewhere and there's just too much bad associated with it. And we don't need to come up with our own Christianized version of it. I think it's something where we just need to stay away from it. So there's going to be some things that are completely acceptable to the world that, as Christians, we should reject 100%.
And if Halloween is not one of those things, then I don't know what is. I really don't. I mean, good night. You know, we've been called to be separate. So you got to have something, right? I mean, something, please. Halloween, right? You know, that should be the most obvious choice. But boy, you know what? A lot of churches, you know, they are, I mean, just hook, line, and sinker going along with this stuff. I mean, I imagine a lot of churches probably cancel their service tonight so their kids could go out trick-or-treating. I mean, it's just an absolute joke. But look what it says in Jeremiah 10. Now, people like to associate this verse with Christmas, which is absolutely ridiculous, but I want to show you something here. In Jeremiah 10, it says, Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, Learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of the heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are vain. For one cutteth a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe, they deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers that it move not. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil. Neither also is it in them to do good. Now, a lot of people think I was talking about Christmas trees right there. But no, when he's talking about them cutting down these trees and they're forming it and they're decking it with silver and gold, they're making idols out of them. You know, they're, they're carving these things. They're making images and they're worshiping as idols. This is what this is talking about here. This is talking about idolatry. Now, here's the thing. When it comes to idolatry, that is something that we have nothing in common. We are clearly forbidden to participate in idolatry. There is, there is no common ground there. That is something we have been called to reject. And you know what we shouldn't do is come up with our own version of it. Idolatry is clearly an uh, evil heathen practice that we have been forbidden to do. And why would we try to Christianize that somehow? That doesn't make any sense. God doesn't want us doing it. And so celebrating darkness and evil and death and monsters and violence, these are things as Christians we're supposed to stay away from. Why are we going to come up with our own version of it? It doesn't make any sense at all. We should just stay away from it. So the third reason I choose not to celebrate Halloween is because I am convinced that any attempt to Christianize Halloween is nothing more, and, and I'm saying this as a pastor too, this is why we, we've just never done any type of Halloween stuff. Because I do, I believe it's an attempt to try to appease a carnal congregation, and I'm not interested in doing that. And I, I'm telling you, there are a lot of these, you know, recovering fundamentalist types that are just, you know, were so beat down in their IFB churches because they weren't allowed to do anything. I mean, I, I've been, I, I saw a guy the other day, he did a post basically calling out the IFB and, and apologizing because he used to be against women wearing bikinis. And he thinks that's legalistic now and it's okay. Are you, is there literally anything that this world does that's bad to you people? I mean, you should have seen the comments and things and all the praise this guy got. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, you don't think that's sensual? What is? But, you know, this is, this is the world that we're living in and these people, they feel like victims because when they grew up, their parents made them wear clothes when they went swimming. When they grew up, you know, they weren't allowed to go watch all the dirty movies that everybody else was watching. They didn't get to go trick-or-treating. They didn't get to do all the fun stuff that the world got to do. 
well, you know what? I didn't get to do all the fun stuff the world got to do, but I also didn't have to deal with all the bad stuff the world has to deal with. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful because, you know what? That stuff, it doesn't come without a price. It doesn't come without major consequences because, again, the things that a lot of these Halloween parties lead up to, the things that the drinking, that the drugs lead up to, the things that the take place on the beach and the beach attire lead up to, ends up to things that ends up causing major consequences. And folks, don't even try to tell me that stuff doesn't go on at these things. I mean, you've got girls getting pregnant at these, you know, at these things. You've got STDs being spread around. It, it, these are all things that come with the, these type of practices. And so you do. You have these uh, grown men now lamenting the fact that they weren't allowed to do any of these things. But you know what? You should enjoy the fact that you're not paying child support to one of your baby mamas out there. That you don't have any of these diseases to deal with. Do you realize? Yeah, you missed out on some stuff. But do you realize because you missed out on some stuff, you missed out on some stuff? I thank God I missed out on some stuff. Because those things don't stop there. They don't. And and listen, kids, don't act like a victim. You don't get to do some of these things. Because let me tell you something. It starts out with the little kids dressing up like superheroes, you know, boys dressing up like superheroes, girls like princesses, and going and getting some candy. And that's all fun. But you know what? That's going to lose its thrill. And you're going to need a little more action than that. And pretty soon, it's you're going to these dances, you're going to these parties where all this stuff's going on. And dressing up like a little princess isn't going to be enough for you. You're going to be dressing up like a you-know-what. You're going to be dressing up like a whore. And you're going to have some guy... You know, interested in you for all the wrong reasons. And you're going to do what everybody else does with these things. That won't be enough. And you know what? I'd rather my kids learn what it's like to be separate from things now while they're young and the easier things. Then they won't even think about this other stuff. Because I don't even want them thinking about those things. And you all know, some of you were a part of the world. You went to these things. You know what it was like. You know what these things lead to. And it's, there's nothing good. And so, yes... Let me tell you, I missed out on a lot of stuff growing up, and I thank God for it because I missed out on a lot of stuff because of the things I missed out on. And I, 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 I'm not interested in it. I don't want it at all. And I'm not interested in just trying to appease a carnal congregation. Listen, if you just want a church that's just like the world, you can do everything that the world does. There are plenty of those around here. There are plenty of churches like that. I guarantee you, you could find a church so easy right now that's having a costume party right here in town. But you know what? This is the kind of church that a lot of people drive a long way to come to because we don't do that stuff. This is the kind of church where these, you know, this is, this is a rare thing. But let me tell you, the kind of church that a lot of people are asking for and begging for and wanting are all over the place. They're a dime a dozen. They're, they're all over. And you know what? So I don't feel the need to provide that. I don't feel the need to provide that. There's plenty of people providing those things for you. You want that carnal entertainment in church? It's so easy to find. I can help you find it. I just go right down the street that way. You know, that, that's where they do a lot of that stuff. I guarantee you that right now. I won't say their name because I don't know for sure they're doing that tonight. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure. I, I, I'd be shocked if they didn't. You all know how that stuff goes. I, I didn't check up. Otherwise, I would have named them. But I didn't check, so I'm not going to name him. But Ephesians 2 says, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, 
wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. You know, I think the reason these people glorify all this stuff and all this violence, I think it's just because it's their nature. That's what it is. These people are shown who they really are on Halloween. But you know what? That's not us, folks. We've been quickened. We've been raised up from that. It says, but God who is rich in mercy for His great love with He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are ye saved and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So you know what? We should not be arrogant about our separation. But you know what? We definitely shouldn't act like a victim. And that's how a lot of people are, man. They think they're victims because they didn't get to go trick-or-treat with their kid. And I'm going to let my kid go trick-or-treat when I have kids. I think it's innocent. I think it's all fun. And my life's ruined because I didn't get to dress up and go get candy when I was a kid. And I'm doing it now. Man, oh man, I, you know, you're, you're, there's definitely something wrong with you. But I don't think you're missing out on Halloween is what messed you up. I think it goes much deeper. <laughs> I think it goes much deeper than that. I love what Hebrews 11.24 says, By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God. That's us who didn't get to celebrate Halloween. We're suffering affliction. <laughs> then to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ. Oh man, you know, my, my kids are going to get made fun of if they're the only ones that didn't get to go trick-or-treating. They're the only ones, you know, you know, how, how am I going to look? All my friends on Facebook are sharing pictures of them and their kids all dressed up. And you know, what am I supposed to do? Show us in our church clothes? Yeah. Go ahead. Do, just do that. But you know, it, but yeah, you'll get reproach, but you know what? It's, it's worth it. He had, he esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. We're thinking about the end of this thing, folks. You know, a lot of people, the reason they're doing what they're doing is they're thinking about today. But you know what? We're not doing that because we're thinking about eternity. We're thinking about the future. We're not, we're not interested in those things. And so you know what? We don't need, there's no reason for us to apologize for our separation. When we try to make up for our kids missing out on something, you know what we're doing? We're teaching them that they're missing out on something good. And that's not the case. And that's why churches have come up. And, they, and folks, they stole them from the charismatics. They stole them from the liberals. Uh, uh, the, the trunk or treat stuff. And I get it. There's an innocent element to it. Am I going to stand up here today and tell you if some church gives their kids candy tonight and they let their kids dress up like Bible characters, that, they, you know, that they're just committing this terrible sin? Hey, you can make a good argument that there is a way to Christianize these things if you want. But at the end of the day, I'm convinced as somebody who's been in the ministry, who has watched people go from not doing anything, having anything to do with Halloween to adopting many of these things, I'm convinced it is my judgment. Okay, folks, I'm not saying this is Bible. I'm just telling you this is my judgment as an observer that they are trying to appease a people who feel like a victim. 
They've allowed that generation that grew up being raised right, who thinks they're victims now, they've allowed these guys, they've allowed them to convince them that they were victims. And some of these older preachers, I never would have expected to do stuff like this. It's like they're looking, oh man, I, I really did ruin my kids by not letting them go trick or treating, you know? I mean, boy, Tony Hudson made a really good argument when he said, this is the day which the Lord hath made. Ah. I don't know. Maybe we should come up with our own version of it and just stop being so legalistic. Hey, folks, where are we going to stop? Because you know what else? You know what else our world loves to do? Our world loves to have dances and proms. Oh, wait, Christian schools are already doing their own versions of that, too. Just without the dancing. They make the girls dress modest. But they do the same thing. They, they do the same type of things. We keep stealing stuff from the world to, to please our teenagers. But folks, we're, there are some things we're just not supposed to do. We've been, we're supposed to live in this world, but we're not supposed to be of this world. And are we going to, I mean, how much longer are we going to keep doing these things? I mean, there are so many things I'm seeing that, that I mean, churches, and especially ones with Christian schools. That they're the ones that keep coming up with this stuff. But I mean, really, are we losing our teenagers to the world because, you know, we kept them from things like Halloween and certain movies and dances? Are we really losing them for that? If we are, I think somewhere along the lines, we've made them very carnal. We do have a very selfish, entitled generation today that just thinks they should have everything they're seeing on television. But folks, where are they getting the ideas they should have these things? Where are they getting the ideas that uh, they deserve these types of, of pleasures? And again, he chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Are, are we just not telling our kids about the end result? Oh, yes, we're not doing that either because then that we're judging. But folks, there's a reason people got to the place that they're at. There's a reason there's all these unwed mothers out there. There's a reason there's all these deadbeat dads out there. Just all these losers that are on welfare that will not provide for their families. There's a reason for these things. These things don't just happen. There, there's a reason they're there. This, these things did not used to be a part of our culture, but they are a part of our culture today. What happened? Where did we go wrong? And you know what it is? We keep on adopting all these heathen practices. We keep on accepting more and more wickedness, and we just let the world just keep pushing us. They just keep pushing us. And at some point, we got to draw the line and say, I'm not having anything to do with that. Amen. And when it comes to Halloween, it's not something we have ever participated in. My poor kids have never got to dress up for Halloween. And you know what? If, you know, if my kids wanted to in a few years, they could go out be a guest on a podcast talking about the abuse that they suffered. And they will get so many cheers and people thinking they're wonderful. They will be heroes for speaking out against the cult mind control you know, that they experienced in this church, they would get so much praise for that. But folks, I'm telling you, we're not missing out on it. We are missing out. But it's good. We're, we're thankful for that. I'm so glad. I, 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 said, I, I'm, I think one of the best things my dad ever did for me 
was actually taking me to houses where people's lives were wrecked. Sometimes it was because he was going there for counseling. He would go there to visit people. And often he would take, and he would, he didn't beat around the bush. You know what he did? He would judge and he would tell me, this is why they're in this situation. This is why they're in the mess that they're in. I remember we went on a trip years ago to visit a bunch of his family and uh, he, he had one family member in particular he wanted to go see because they were going through a very difficult time. Uh, their husband had left them and it was really bad. And I remember just going, visiting the family and it was horrible, a lot of the things I saw. And I remember I was, you know, I was just a teenager. And when I was younger as a little kid, you know, I knew my aunts and uncles and a lot of the family and I always knew that they were different you know, but at the, at the same time, I wasn't old enough where I really th- thought a whole lot about it. But I remember I was just a teenager when I went down there and I, we saw several of my dad's family that were going through some very difficult times and just really rough characters. And I just asked my dad, why are you so different from the rest of your family? Because I was looking at our family that was very happy and I was looking at these other families that were miserable. And I'm like, you guys came from the same house. What happened? And I'll never forget what he said. I made different choices than they did. You know, and my dad, too, he was very blessed to, during a difficult time in his life, his, uh, he was able to go live with his uncle, who was a Baptist preacher, for a long time. And my dad got to see a real, honest-to-goodness Christian that loved the Lord and how his life was. And my dad, he went from a, a house where he could kind of do whatever he wanted to a house where he weren't allowed to do anything. And you know what my dad said? I want this. This is what I want for my family. And you know what? I got to go back because my dad, he, he took a drastically different path. And, and his, other, his family was saved. But they, they weren't sold out for the Lord. They were very worldly. Did whatever the world did. And, and, and I got to see... This is a huge difference. I don't want this. Because, and so it was like I got to see the part, I, I got to see the end result of these things. Because, you know, when you're a teenager too, you, do, you, know, you start noticing the girls. You start noticing, you know, the things that other people see and the other things that other people do. But what you don't often see when you're that age is where it ends up. I got to see where it ended up. And you know what? It, it kind of took care of things for me. And I didn't just see it there with the family. I saw it going out on bus routes. I saw it going out on soul winning. And folks, that's why you ought to take your family to these things. And you know, and you're not. When, and after you leave these houses, you know, you're not just going and, and roasting these people and things like that. You know, you're teaching your kids to love these people and care about them and to be sympathetic. But you know what? You need to let them know this is why. This is what, when you go up to that house that's falling apart, that's a dump, that's got beer cans all over the front porch. You know what you need to tell your kids? You drink that stuff, this is the kind of house you're going to live in. Right. Yeah. I, that's, just, that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. You know, that, you know, that good-looking girl that you're paying attention to, thinking you want that, that girl who acts like that, who dresses like that, she's going to end up like that lady that we just talked to. That was well, something straight out of a horror movie, and it's not even Halloween. <laughs> we, we, we've seen those people before. That's, that's what happens. So we don't need to apologize for our separate. I, I, I'm not sorry for how I've raised my kids. And I'm not angry at my parents. I'm thankful for my parents and how they raised me. And, and these clowns out there just bashing all this. 
and these compromising preachers that are trying to find ways to appease these carnal people in their church are doing them a huge disservice. A huge disservice. And you have to be in complete and total denial to believe that Halloween and everything associated with it is not of the devil. We have been called to be a light to this world and when and we fail when we just do everything this world does. There should be some differences in us as Christians. And I believe this is a clear area where things ought to be separate. And so understand, you know, much of what I said tonight, it's what Holly, it's what Halloween is to me. I don't, and so I don't think everybody that's out there participating is just this horrible, you know, compromising, you know, satanic druid. I, I, don't, I don't think that. Okay? I don't think that uh, about them. I, I don't hate these people. Uh, you know, I'm not the kind of person, to, I mean, I'm, I'm usually not home, you know, when the trick-or-treaters would come by anyway and we live out in the country, but if they did, I wouldn't just put a track in their thing and then, you know, tell them to deal with it. I, you got those jerks that do that and, and then everybody just hates them. You know, I, I, you know, I wouldn't do that either. You know, I'm not going to, if I see some little kid out there dressed up like a princess and she wants to show me her, and if it's a little boy, but you know, if it's, if it's a little girl, you know, you can tell them they're cute or whatever. You know, we don't need to be jerks about these things but you know and and i'm not telling you what to think about these things i'm just telling you this is why i'm the way i am about it this is why we just don't do anything to observe halloween we don't have any costume parties coming up you know so you know every one of these kids would be pumped if we did probably but it's, it's all right we're not missing anything so with that let's pray dear lord oh i pray that this message was a help tonight and uh Pray the Lord you'll help us to take these things, Lord, not so we can go just be judgmental and beat everybody up that doesn't think exactly the way we do about this day, but Lord, so we just uh, know for ourselves and so we can uh, just make sure that our attitude's right and our, our consciences are clear in these areas. And I pray you'll help us to be a light to the world. I pray you'll help us to be different in a good way. Uh, help us not to be jerks and uh, just separate for different for the purpose of being different. But just uh, pray you'll help us to be balanced in these things and just trying to be like you. In your name we pray. Amen.